Welcome to the Portress Podcast for, well, this is an interesting one. This is Wednesday, the, uh, what is we got, the Wednesday 7th of July, and we do have uh, in this podcast a, uh, a unique Wednesday special, and I am the running the ship. I'm actually flying the ship tonight, so uh, you guys are the, it, it is... Probably be more back to back to the old old way. Let's hope it runs this way and hope it's smooth. Hope everyone's listening and uh, let's get uh, the I'll get all the speaker stuff set up and the and find out and make sure that it's all working. <laughs> so um, and with the absolute awesome panel that I have, let's get into the introductions and uh, meet the boys and catch up with them. Let's start with Nicholas. G'day, Nick. How you going? Yeah, well, we're pretty good. Good, not so bad what? after a uh, good weekend. <laughs> now, so uh, you got your phone ready and you got your computer ready just in case something. Yeah, happens just in case everything goes to <laughs> shite, I'm ready to take over. Good man, thank <laughs> you. But uh, let's, it should be fine. And we also have my partner in crime from Go to Woe, Craig Jones. G'day, Craig. Here you go, mate. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How you going? <laughs> good. All right. We'll just uh, here's the podcast here now i'll send the send that link across to everyone already done oh good man thank you <laughs> all right and uh yeah so all right nick's already in and ash i'm i've got the laptop in front of me now i've been on this the, just because you were running it i was always just on my iphone obviously coming straight from yeah uh, where I, I was out and about in the evenings tra- training so uh yeah uh i Wednesday night, I'm here, ready, set it up, and we're ready to go. We've got Ash, Carmine, um, and how are you feeling, Craig? Uh, Craig, yeah, how are you feeling, mate? Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> better than last week. Well, I'm better than last week, so I'm all good. Uh, Ash is gone with the pair. I love it. Uh, g'day, Ash. And, uh, yeah, nice to nice to speak to you guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess, um, how, look, we're four. Top four, we're in fourth position. Yeah. Look, win this week, win this Thursday night. We were playing the Melbourne Demons 7 p.m. No, what time is it? Your time. Let's go with this A time. I think it's 7.30, mm-hmm. isn't it? No, 7, 7, 7, 7 o'clock. 10 past 7, that's right. Days. Yep. 7 o'clock uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night. We've titled it a Thursday blockbuster, and I maybe should have put a question mark on that. But I know, you know, it's a blockbuster nonetheless. They are second position. I think are they equal with us? Let's let's get the uh, let's get the AFL ladder in front of us, shall we? Mm. Does anyone anyone have it immediately in front of them before I take my twenty thirty seconds? Go for it. it go for it. <laughs> 
AFL ladder. I know I have the bookmark ready to go. So we are a game behind. We are. So they're in. You said they're they're sharing top position. There, I'm seeing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're equal first. Mm. Equal first. But yeah. um, about percentage. Yeah. That's right. They've got a large gap, don't they? Yeah. yeah, 48 48 points sharing with the dog, but it's 147.6 that uh, the dogs have. And mm-hmm. Get them a few losses, they're knocking down. 128. So, look, Port Adelaide, a fourth position with 124.4. We have Brisbane at 134.7, uh, and also Geelong, 123, just one shy of us uh, below on the um, uh, in fifth position there, but sharing 44 points. So. With uh, I tell you what, can this, we, is, this can, could be. Can we know, all just share a, a bit of a game. laugh at the moment? This is a big game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a big game. Can we, can we share a laugh? Yeah. Richmond is back. <laughs> of course, Richmond night. <laughs> They're feeling so comfortable there, aren't they? Loss, <laughs> loss. <laughs> all right. Nah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, if we you know, look at. Uh, yeah, by fourth position and who we've we've beaten and who we've we've beaten and who's beaten us. Uh, when you look at who has beaten us, they're they're in the. There's something where people might knock us about it, but I actually don't see anything too wrong about you know the 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 way we've kind of. No, I wouldn't want us to lose, but when you're going to lose, don't you? You know, when you're being tested and you're close and you're doing really well. Isn't it the most honest position where we are? Like sometimes we've been in positions where we don't look, you know, honest to kind of the, the way this, the ladder is, whether it be we're lower than we should be. Or I feel like it's more honest and it gives us a real benchmark as we kind of get the players back to, I guess if you can stick top four, get that double chance. It's it's still a really, you know, we're, we're still very... Um, potent and, and really got a good chance at this season is really what I'm feeling now. I'm feeling really confident and I, I haven't felt this confident. Just looking at way the lineup this week and Dersma's you know, back soon. Are you guys as confident as I'm feeling? I think, just yeah, I think the changes are actually good. Hmm. I think yeah, they're good, yeah. but I'm, I'm a little concerned. But, let me refresh. I think uh, some of the omitteds are good. <laughs> well, let's go through that. Farrell, of course, injured out. Frederick and Bonner omitted. Clearing butters are in. And uh, you, um, yeah, did you, now I'm not sure if that was off air. It was off air, weren't you, discussing the, yeah. uh, the if you wanted to kind of just explain the um, emergencies uh, that that you were discussing uh, yes, before the, at the emergencies. So we've got um, so Martin Frederick uh, remains on the emergency list along mm-hmm. with Joel Garner, Peter Laddams, and Boyd Woodcock. Right. Um, like I said, it'll be very interesting to see who. I, I would say potentially there's only three. There's three out of those four that you would say would be the med sub this week. Frederick Garner and Woodcock. I can't see Laddams being named as a medical sub this week. I can't see us ever naming a Ruckman as a medical sub. I'll put it like that. Because if you lose a small player, especially with the changes we've made this week, I think we'd just be way too top-heavy. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so it's either going to be Frederick Garner or Woodcock. I'm hoping it's not Woodcock. No. I think I would prefer to see Frederick play in the Sandful, not disrespecting how he played last week, but I think I'd rather see him get a full game of football in rather than I don't like it Half when we games. Play, yeah. I don't like when we play the med sub as 
like the same med sub week in week out it... I mean, just a question there if they don't actually play as the med sub can they still play in the sample sample have, sample have pretty much said that if um, the player is named as the med sub they are not allowed to play in the sample that is absolutely stupid that's the, that is them Jeez. making that rule not isn't us. that a, the, what against the uh, what the AFL actually said too it is again more well, the SAFL well, are going to do what they want to do. Not what yeah, the well. uh, VFL are doing. Yeah, no, exactly. yeah, no, exactly. We 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 have to deal with what the sample tell us, and the sample have said yeah. if uh, med sub is named, they are not allowed to play in the SAFL. That's pretty much all it there. Um, so I think I'd prefer to see Frederick get a full game in the sample rather than pay as a I'm hoping, but you know, yeah. I like Woodcock. <laughs> the acronym. I, I like him. He does bring sleep, but I just don't know if he has it at AFL. Not anymore, no. no. Maybe if he gets a bit more into him, maybe he might turn out better, but yeah, he hasn't really proved himself just yet. Yeah. All right. Um, we've got a guy called Luca, or a lady called... I'm sure that's a gentleman's name, is it? Luca? It is a gentleman, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um... G'day, Luca. It's getting all buttery tomorrow night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need to flatten the not-so-flat track. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So flatten the kind of flat track bully kind of comments. So a statement definitely needs to be made tomorrow night, guys. Let's um, let's kind of discuss that. Uh, just the, the attitude and, I guess, the build-up, the full capacity, uh, embracing the, the blockbuster mentality. Melbourne are not the side that, that we've... <laughs> Kind of had a, got a, what, a ten wins and two loss record over the last twelve game uh, twelve games we played against them. It's a it, they're a different Melbourne side that'll be there tomorrow night. Uh, in a weird way, look if we play really really well, there could be a, still a chance that they could win. They're that kind of potentially good, but there oh. is some chinks in their armour. So please let's just uh, give a bit of rough idea on discussing what Luke is saying there. Let's just can we just um, just discuss the I guess the mentality and just. You know, are you walking away with a win, or are you walking? If we're walking away with a loss, kind of, how would you kind of uh, rate just the the build up for just the way Ken just builds it up for the boys, etc. Just how, how are you feeling about it all, guys? It's a big one tomorrow night, right? It's nerv- nervousness that I reckon would be the word I'd be using for myself. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's they, sure they have not performed well the last three games, but it is Melbourne, and they have. They're on top. They were on top of the ladder uh, for a long time, and yeah. for a decent reason. There's mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah, I really agree with you. Though there's a uh, when you look at uh, Petrarca, you look at Cosi, you look at uh, you look at, of course, Gorn and, and Lysett. It's going to be a battle. Oh, uh, yeah. Petrarca mm-hmm. and Wines. Uh, I, I look. I, I'd like to discuss the, the both ends of the ground. You know, to, the the lever and May uh, versus, I'm supposed, you know, Dixon and who who in and out of there of Marshall and that that is just some <laughs> thirst quenching, you know, c- uh, contest. And then obviously the other end of the ground, we've got Cleary back, and we look at you know Ben Brown comes in so. Is that a perfect time for Cleary, or as you were discussing? And again, I think that was, um, uh, I think there was a, a beforehand you were discussing Alina's height. So it's a interesting uh, uh, a thing about how 
our tools are played and who will be on. And I guess everyone always it's just if everyone go, goes on one of the different players at times. It's not a it's not like it was when we were kids, so to speak. Mm. Mm, agreed. So thoughts yeah. on tomorrow? How are you feeling about it, boys? Yeah, oh, well, Nick, you've discussed Nick Craig, your your thoughts? Well, I think we need to not play the way we've been playing this year. Do not we cannot play a defensive game this week. We have to play attacking. We cannot l- play the ball in defence like we have been to play off the defensive half. That's just, we're gonna get killed. We need to be quick, we need to be fast, and we need to keep it forward. That's the only way we're going to win this game. Hey, quickly, mm. while, while I've just got this on the screen here, I'm watching the uh, AFL 360 from earlier tonight, and portadelatefc.com.au forward slash membership, or even go to your Port Adelaide app. Uh, Port Adelaide have got a membership sale. There's a flash 24-hour flash sale. Uh, it's $25 uh, for a ticket. I'm not sure kind of where that is or in the ground, but uh, I guess with this full capacity and... Uh, I mean, that's just nuts, guys. That's full capacity, right? Is that still COVID full capacity, or is that every, every seat just as it was pre-COVID? I think it's 100%. 100%. It is 100%. That, even I'm at barrier, so That's insane. That That is unreal. How exciting is it going to be? I, I, do you, I, I suspect, obviously, with everyone with their ticket and everyone gets a game and it's Melbourne. Thursday night, is that, is that going to be a sting that will... Where what's your number? What's your guess on the numbers of, of how many people will be there? What's our what's our nearest to the pin on that? Well, realistically, I think our largest crowd this year, even well, we really have, even when we had only had a couple when we had the first two aisles um, blocked out. I think our highest has been thirty five, thirty six thousand right. at home. Mm. I still think there's a lot of people bullish on going out and going anywhere. Mm. So, yeah, I would I would say around that mark there. Plus, it's a Thursday night, people have got to work the next day. Um, you probably won't get the country crowd. That's another thing. Um, you won't get the crowds from the country coming down to watch because they'll still have to work again themselves the next day, and it's obviously a large drive. I think. I think. Around the thirty mark would be reasonable, right? Yep, thirty, thirty thousand. Yeah, I mean we're not we're not Richmond. We we're Thursday. not fair weather supporters. That only um, <laughs> nine thousand people will rock up That's to the amazing. stadium amazing. for an away game against Gold Coast. <laughs> nine. Where's the tarps? Hey, when you want to bring uh, in the tarps? Uh, <laughs> Richmond ones. I know. I'm, oh, I'm not Richmond there. Tonight. Melbourne ones. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, I think we'll be. I reckon we'll be around that thirty mark. I, yeah, I just can't. I can't see us having a full capacity. It just will not happen at the moment. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nick, for yourself, what are you, what are you guessing on this? Well, I predicted a couple of weeks ago we were going to get thirty k, and we got very close to it. So I was quite happy with that. Um, I reckon it's. I mean, it's a Thursday night, which is always a pain in the butt time um because of course people have work in the morning and or work earlier um i reckon probably 30 32,000 i guess 
Some, eh. All right, I would have thought this would be roughly, um, maybe even a bit more, to be honest. And maybe, uh, probably even, yeah, th- Thursday night, probably 30, 36, 37. We'll see. be interesting. Um, boys, uh, uh, I mean, without giving away our tips and doing anything silly like that, um, uh, it's been a quick turnaround. Five, five days. Five quick uh, days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, let's let's start with our first. I guess our first segment um, is just to do a bit of a preview on our and our. Uh, now, do, do you remember your? Do you guys remember all your uh, uh, crystal pairs? Ruffies and crystal, crystal pairs. Pairs? Yes. No. So no. for for no. four hundred, <laughs> no, we don't. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about Did the game at least. Did you write them down like you said you were going to? Yeah, probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five days. It's, I, I, normally, yes, it's been a quick turnaround. Uh, uh, and it's, right, Wednesday. Well, it's a Wednesday, so. Do you I've remember yours? Mine. Well, mine are written in the chat, so I can bring oh, mine up. Oh, that's yeah, right. So. Let's, yours let's, was the... And, and obviously, let's review the game for starters. I, mean, I, was, also, I was also giving shit what to a... um, Gladys Berejiklian as well, but I'm not going to go on that. <laughs> what? what uh, I've got to say congratulations to Port Adelaide uh, for what they did in, you know, well done to Hawthorne as well, of course, and everything uh, what they've done. And I'm not going to dismiss it, but just for now. Uh, Silk 400. Actually, yeah, I have just, a feeling I was and pretty bulky. close with my, um, I was damn close with my um, score margin. What was yours? I said Port by 35. Did I say 44? I think I said I'm 44. Well, I said four by thirty-five, and we won by thirty-four. Thirty-four, thirty-four. Yeah. Well done. And I said the Magpies by fifty, which obviously didn't happen there, but no, well. Uh, I said best on ground out down back was going to be Jonas, so I probably don't think Jonas think... was the best on ground down back. Uh, wines in oh. the middle easily. Yeah, wines. Yeah. Who would you say was our best up forward? I think we all had the same, did we not? No, and I said Dick's, I said, no, that was I for the game Rose before e. the Dylan Williams. Uh, I had Rose oh, my best up forward, and I don't think he really did much. I might have said George Yates. I can't remember. I got it. Yeah, right. I'm going to write these down. I really want to enjoy this. Do this crystal paired and uh, Rosie and, and, um, one to, uh, one goal too. So probably not the best up forward. I mean. I would say the best up forward was easily Charlie Dixon, followed by probably um, Marshall and Bergman. If you go on just purely off of um, goals, and 20, Sam Mays, twenty six k is what Lucas says for tomorrow. Mm. So yeah, I didn't get okay. so I didn't get my front right. Don't know. I reckon probably a Lee was probably a. <sighs> no, he was impressive. But then Jonas, at least if you go on off fantasy points, he was up there on the fantasy oh. points. Last week, 11, mar- 11 marks for Jonas compared yeah. to a Lear's seven. Actually, do you reckon Jonas probably was our best defender? Yeah, Jonas had a good Followed by well, Darcy was, is up there as well, but he had 29 disposals. Mm. So he was probably doing more of the yeah running work through the middle, but maybe Jonas was our best defender on the weekend. So, hmm. maybe. Mm. <laughs> So yeah, might have got might have got my and what was my ruffy? Where's my ruffy? Was your ruffy? Uh, Mays to kick three goals from the half forward, <laughs> and he kicked two goals one. How fucking close is that? He was he, he 
he's doing well and he's obviously holding his spot. Very yeah, pleasant, I mean, yeah. I think he, realistically he's basically placeholding for Fantasia until he comes back. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. But also Fantasia is a bit iffy with his uh, yeah, uh, I mean, injuries and stuff. So you, you, it's been you, you'd be really, if you were talking to Maze, you'd be saying to him, hey, realistically, hang in there, there's a pretty good chance, you know, sadly enough in some ways, but a pretty good chance you, you'll always be a sneaky chance to get a game. So I, th- I think what, what's been going on with Maze playing at AFL level is we haven't been playing him as a forward. Mm. He's mostly been either a half-back yes. or a wing, and I don't know if those positions truly fit him, mm. but he seems to be fairly comfortable playing as a half-forward slash forward pocket player who can extract the ball and do what we need to. Um, anything that impressed you or disappointed you about last week? I guess um, the second half drop-off, you really could I mean, have punished no, no, them. I'm actually going to jump in and say I'm that? not disappointed about that. You're not? No, no. No, I mean... Anthony would have, if he was here, he would say, because he said it on the, his uh, YouTube videos, and I agree with him 100%. Mm. We have a five-day turnaround going towards a match against a top-four side. Mm. We're going to slow ourselves down, take the gas off the pedal, as they say, or the pedal off the gas. Mm-hmm. Foot off the pedal, that's the one. Um, <laughs> and rest as, not really rest, but, you know, don't put much risk on ourselves going towards this matchup coming up now. So... Yeah, they came in a bit, but we didn't let them smash us in the in second yeah, half, true. I'd say. So I'm probably glad they did that. I tell you what, the spirit of the game going into that afternoon for the ga- uh, to the game, and I could really enjoy it. I was relaxed knowing I really do believe we're going to beat them. And, yeah, I really enjoyed the nine-goal pile-on. And I, I, don't, I never stressed about even the three goals that they got. And I just almost felt like it was, a, it was like a bit of a respect to the 400 gamer i don't know why but just it was but but i i feel like we've still got you know gears to go and that gear was actually displayed at um no what we were at uh, prospect at elizabeth o, at elizabeth oh, yeah. but at uh, late <laughs> you know with minutes to go with uh you know i guess what was a good decent 10 five ten minutes to go at that game and zach butters turned it on a lot of the players obviously just you know he he, he says Come along for the ride with me, boys, and he, he uh, just showed why he's uh, cut above it. Pretty much everyone else on the field that uh, that afternoon at Elizabeth, and uh, why he's in the side. And that's he, he's a player that just gives me good, deep, genuine belief. You know, then you got Dursma coming back. It's just another coating of confidence that I feel like that because those boys don't just play well; they play mm. well too. But then they lift. Everyone around them, the way they play, it's, they just, play it's, Port they, Adelaide they, yes. footy, and that's what we like. Yeah, and, and to define it, uh, to, you know, to, to, is is to say it's it can be manic. It 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 it, 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 it we break they break packs. They they break through and can just you know just literally pass other players. Like there's there's ways around it with the, in their skills. They they these boys they they. Don't miss targets. They are they're elite, and it like I say, they 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 affect every other player, and they just lift every other player a gear or two up by their presence and their by their playing. They are, and it 
I, if they are still, I assume they'll be all playing with us in five, six, year, six years' time. Oh, like they'll be going towards that like, 200, like, 200 games, yeah, then, you hopefully. Like <laughs> you see where Ollie is now from 2013. You imagine those three boys, and it's that, that, those three guys building that around with other, the rest of the other players around, and it's, not to forget all the other players, but just to start with Connor, Rosie, and Dersma, and Butters, and then just obviously from there, hopefully we can see. You know, after this shit and hell injury for Farrell's just heartbreaking. Twelve months, poor bugger. Oh, I just if you came, if, you know, I don't think you're listening, Kane. But if you are, if you ever listen to this, just I, I, I hope you are a long-term player and you're one of these players that is, you know, just uh, feeds off and enjoys a 200 plus career with us uh, and actually, uh, so, you know, it. it you get it, you end up finding your, your groove and belong inside. Uh, and that would be, you know, and that's, again, that's on the back of the leadership that these three other you know, key elite picks, draft picks of ours, uh, uh, bring these other players and hopefully can get us a premiership. You imagine all of them with another 150, 200 games, or even 100 games up this sleeve, you know, it's going to be uh, a side that gives you, it gives me a lot of confidence. And Zach is that player, and heck, he gives me confidence that we, Again, we've done really well as a side to have so many injuries and still be where we are. What a platform to kick off the next seven games. It's it's hard not to... I don't want to get too excited. Like, I know we're, we've, we've been a little burnt as a supporter base, but at the same time, it's a great platform anyway. If you're looking mm-hmm. at this almost objectively and seeing another side like we are, you go, yeah, yeah, you know, they're in a... They're, they're in good shape, you know, because we get home games and we get the double chance. I don't think we'll get a first home game. It will be a third or fourth. But then again, we... You never know. You never know. <laughs> like, you just don't know. The, the Melbourne lose to GWS. Like, that is a that's a bonus chance for us to sneak up and actually sniff second or third. And then I, I, I'm not really sure. And, you know, maybe it's another chance for me to have a little look and... Be prepared in a podcast for who those you know who Melbourne, with Melbourne and also uh, doggies you know future games are. But my point is that we're we're in there just with the rest of them, you know. And so we've gone through those numbers in the ladder. We are right there, and it's the next seven games is a real. It's it starts now to kind of set the platform for the seven games that leads into, I guess potentially if you're looking positively and saying we're going to be there in the last day. It's the next uh, look seven, to probably twelve weeks of footy. You know, probably eleven to twelve, thirteen games. Yeah, so you've just that, that in finals. Let's do it. You know, and so uh, mm-hmm. yeah. What is it? Seven plus four, so even yeah. So it's so eleven games. It, it, uh, it, yeah. So I, I think it's a decent chance for the boys. This uh, and it's a Dersma coming back. So we we are playing in the SANFL. Who? Um, uh, Norwood, Norwood, Norwood on Norwood on Sunday Norwood. afternoon. Norwood, Norwood, Norwood. Sunday Dead legs. Sunday. at Alberton. So, oh, let's. Um, Sunday. Sorry, Saturday is it? Sunday. Yes, yes. I think you're right. Saturday. It's Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Saturday at playing Thursday. Saturday. That's going to be great. Yes, I'm, I'm ready for it. Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. I'm I'm, I'm going to be watching it. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I can't believe the Crows and Panthers are playing at Victor Harbour. 
Oh, Victor. Oh, well, it's not that far for uh, the Panthers there. So. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit more of a good, South Adelaide. It's a good hour drive from fucking Noolunga to Victor. <laughs> uh, Make a weekend yeah, of it. Have fun down there. From coming from up here where I am. Yeah. That's like a two and a bit trip. It's still a good hour from. It's worth Hey, it's fun, mate. Yeah, mate. For those Panthers and Crows fans, make a weekend of it. Have fun. Victor Arbor's great. Lovely lovely little sleepy hollow. Lovely. Used to be better when it still had the Green Hills Adventure Park. Yeah, Yeah. all right. (laughs) Uh, It's not the only um, weird venue being used this weekend. Uh Hey, guys. Hey, guys, I'm going to drop a bomb. Kenny, Ken, uh, Alistair Clarkson, Port Adelaide coach, 2022. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah not going to happen. Are you, are you looking at the same post I saw on the Adelaide Port Adelaide Football Club fan group page? No, no, I didn't. God, but uh, I, of course, of course, I mean, someone on there. That, that, that's, there's rumours like that, and people talk. Please do not intend this to be a shit stir and say anything <laughs> bad towards. Hinkley, but I have a conspiracy theory I want out there. Ken's contract finishes in 2023. Clarkson hands over the reins in 22, steps away for 12 months, gets a well-earned break before coming home to Port Adelaide where it began. Just my thoughts. No. <laughs> yeah, I just replied back with a gif of um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't think that's going to happen in <laughs> Albert. <laughs> no, I cannot see that happening. Yeah, that's, no. that's all we really need to say about Honestly, that. One of, the, one, of the things, one of the things I've heard I actually think would be really good for everybody and yeah. that Clarkson leaves at the end of this year and takes over Gold Coast. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. They could use that, it. I think mm. that would be the absolute best thing for the AFL, for Gold Coast. Get him up there and... To get him to do what he did with Hawthorne to Gold Coast. Mm. Yeah, that's solid. That would be. I mean, as much as I don't want to uh, prop up another team, <laughs> we we really we need to get that team. That team needs to at least be potentially vying, competitive, being competitive. Can't just always be in that bottom, say six. All the time, they've got to they've got to do something. So why not just get him into Gold Coast? Yep. I'm sure yeah. the AFL would get out of way of getting it done. I, I think if that doesn't, if Stuart Jew keeps his job, then Clarkson may be in a like a senior advisor role with him. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, that 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 may be. I, I somehow, whatever happens, I just can't see him being. The coach with Sam Mitchell as he box your hawks. I reckon Sam will be the senior AFL coach next year for them. Because anyway, I know it's a Port, Port Adelaide podcast. But oh yeah, it was. I just um, the Clarkson I mean, was was here and we're a part of the yeah. AFL. We can talk about the AFL. We can talk about. It, we can do that stuff. Oh, I mean, let's face it. One thing for real that, that we don't like talking about is Ken is got a short of. He's 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 for the looking looking back. He's he's more than halfway. Into his his time with us, uh, and so I don't think I don't think he's really got long to go unless there is a, a, a grand final, and uh, even there you don't want a smashing. But if for, if there is a loss, but if obviously the idea would he'd need to have a premiership to kind of 
extend his time to you know look good five years. If he's if here is if he's here in five years time, he's he's got us a flag. Otherwise, it, 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 I can't see when's his when's his uh, next contract up. Is it twenty three? Twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't see him going beyond that unless there's a, a grand final or, or a, a premiership. What do you got? You guys reckon? It, or it, it I agree. To, yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah. So, so that's that, that. That's why I just wonder if it's twenty late twenty one now. I, I, do we need to be looking at succession plans, and do we need to be considering Not what, what's happening, or are we still to? I mean, it, do you think the club is doing that behind the scenes somewhere in mind, or no. would they? We wouldn't even just be bothering that. They don't need to look there. No, no, I don't think okay. they can be even considering anything like that just yet. The movements around are not, you know. Uh, do you think? Don't you think they're stirring anything in anyone? Because you know, Buckley's now up for grabs, and my so thought is, Clarkson. is Kenny and Koshi are great mates, and yeah, <laughs> that's the situation. But I tell you what, if we bow, if we don't make the top four, and then we lose in the first final, doesn't matter how much Koshi loves Kenny. I think that's going to. I fear for him. There and I, and so there's a lot of pressure going into 22 when the career the 23 and the, he might want to look elsewhere and I, I just I get worried about it and I hope that's why I think you know getting that top four freaking get into a I, I just feel still like that isn't there's, there's only a matter of how many times you can lose a prelim before the question's asked do we need to get someone else to, to new 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 leadership so. Um, yeah, I think a real a grand final is is really vital to be honest. And and again, you know, Westy and Ebert now don't get that chance. A bit like the Paxman's you know, situation years ago. Uh, uh, let's hope let's hope that um, we don't see that issue with uh, some of our you know greys and Bokes and stuff. But I, I guess uh, I want to discuss one other thing, boys. Boke could he be our first Port Adelaide? For who playing all his career four hundred? Mm. It's so reasonable, right? I see him. Doing I mean, he's all. approaching three hundred. He's so yep, three hundred and two two weeks time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he needs to play for another four or five years. We're in finals contention over the next three or four or five, which years. gives us extra games. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to add four, say at least four games over four, that's sixteen games. In for, because of finals, let's say an average of three there. So, uh, let, well, you could at max you 10, could, if it, 10, 10 finals in four is a reasonable get rough. Mm-hmm. And then the 22. injuries, 22. That's uh, it's four to five years. It's five years. No, yeah. Well, if, if, if we're competing in every mm-hmm. single finals uh, run and with like you know two three games so you get your ten for the four yeah and uh, yeah twenty two plus well, that's not not including injuries of course because how, how how old is he now thirty three right no thirty four oh. bogey is he? he's thirty three right uh, I believe he's thirty three uh, turning thirty four in August uh, he's thirty two thirty two turning thirty three in August yes. 
and you say, let's say, let's say, it's say at worst it's five years, right? So mm-hmm. twenty one now, so twenty twenty six. There's a possibility. I wouldn't say. And he's it's- thirty two, thirty two, so five, thirty seven, and he's fit. And, I, I, I'd hope he wouldn't have to do it elsewhere. Like you go back to. Oh, he, or he would not leave Port Adelaide. His heart is. Here. And we wouldn't. And we wouldn't want to get rid of him. I, I didn't, there's not a board or a, a coaching <laughs> team any... person that would want to be sent. Sent. They, they would be sent on the first flight out of Adelaide <laughs> if they were to get rid of Pope. That, that whoever just would design that, would, you know. Be, yeah, he's, the he's Port to... Adelaide. Community, the, the family, everyone in Port Adelaide, <laughs> as you know, would be up in arms if we got rid of Boke. We yeah. would be storming and protesting out the front of Alberton. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'll we'll never do that. <laughs> yeah, that so, is so not happening. If he, if he's fit enough, and he's, it just feels like he's only like he has not dropped. It's the if he if he was you know dropping form, it, like even Burgoyne, I think has really been yeah. Looking at what he's his output last week, yeah, uh, overall he's he's been a bit of a sometimes mo- he's been a moments player, and he's been a big moments player when the team Hawthorne were doing really well, and I just feel with our side and if you just <laughs> why, why would he want to leave when Butters I mean, and Derzer and Rosie why would you want like wouldn't you want to just stay as long as you can if you're fit enough like that? Well, Bergwijn's thirty eight. He's going to be thirty nine this year. So Boki still is like six oh, to seven years on top uh, under that. And, so and he, he's going to America every year with all the stuff. Look, I just oh, feel like he his could be fitness next- training is elite. I guess the only cons- thing is, if you look at just the way that they're protecting the players and a lot, and the rules are just catered for him, and it's a running game as opposed to the. I guess there's a bash and crash element, but it's it, it's it's tempered with other things that assets and things about the game that really can give him longevity in the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm 75% thinking there is a high chance that he'll do it. Yeah, I believe he will. Craig, you, you what do you think? You feel yeah, confident about it? it? I think yeah. he can do it. Yeah. I don't think Eddie Betts would get there. He's at 344 games. Uh, who, mm-hmm. who, yeah, but he's uh, dropping off. So yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Who else is in the AFL next? And and is is now now. Yeah, who else is in the AFL's next? It's high up in for four hundred. Apart from media, I don't know. Yeah, in in our, uh, I've got a question for you guys. Uh, in, in Port Adelaide's, uh, we got two hundred games for Modlop this week. Did you know that? Yes, yes, we knew that. Yes, he was on the presser Motlop. about it. Yeah, congratulations! That's to to Motlop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expected would it, it, a big game from him. Do you expect just a? It's showtime for him Thursday night. Two hundred games against Melbourne. I, I, I'm um, I'm expecting something special from him this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on Motlop? How, how how do you rate that he, he since he's come back? Obviously, he's doing well this year. I reckon. Yeah, he's having a good year. Only had a couple of down games, but what, what's yeah, right. what's Rockcliffe and Motlop? Would he be? He'd, he's come out the pick of the bunch, correct? Oh yeah. Mm. You still think Rocky's got something to offer? Oh, not, no, I mean, not, not with his not, knees. No, no, <laughs> I, 
I think Rocky's pretty much now at the end of his career with um not even his knee now. It, it is the fact that he's um he's he can't play because he's on blood thinners. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, poor guy. So so I don't think the knee injuries haven't helped this year. Getting deep vein thrombosis hasn't helped. Um, yeah, and no. I think now that with the emergence of players like Willem Drew, um, Butters now coming in on into his mm. own, into the field, Rosie um, has started to step up a bit now in the midfield as well. I really don't think he he's going to stay on. Maybe we might keep him as a rookie or something. I think maybe he might start transitioning into a coaching role. I would say the coaching role more than likely. I mean, that is very difficult to manage. Oh, it is. But what what I mean, um, oh, like a playing like a playing rookie role. I'm talking more like what we're doing with Goldsack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> rookie list, but we're not necessarily going to play him at AFL level unless we're low on players. <laughs> Correct. Um. Now, I'm going to just uh, read out something here. Uh, Carmine has put up on the group chat. Uh, mm-hmm. the game milestones. And this is a... Uh, let me read this. Oh, yeah, I saw that. For, let me read this out and paint the picture for the listeners that uh, don't see this. Um, so we've got uh, basically uh, three columns. Uh, so it's game milestone, the number of players to reach that milestone, and percentage of players that would be, you know, to reach that milestone. So at 10 games of AFL... 7,715 number of players to have reached that milestone with a 61%. 50 players, uh, 50 games, sorry. It gets down already half to 3,968. That's, That's a big drop-off. It, it, that tells you there's a just a, you know, uh, a graveyard of ex-AFL players. Everyone who's played a game or two, you know, it's extraordinary. A uh, hundred games, we drop off and down from only uh, a thousand. Yeah, so it's twenty two thirteen at seventeen percent at one fifty. So it's eleven forty three and nine percent. Two hundred games. So for the, or anyone who's played get played two hundred games at five hundred and sixty players at uh, uh, you know that around them at four percent of of mm-hmm. the the players. The 300 games from all the numbers of players is 83. Which our record holder is Kane Corns and about to be approached by Travis Boak. So and then 80, beat by... <laughs> 83, only 83 players from seven from 10 players that have... From 10 games at 7,715 players at 83 at three at 300. So Kane Corns for us. Uh, and now Wanganing, what did he end up at? Ooh, let me double check for you. Two two hundred something. I think he was short. He was one of the two thirty four, I believe. I've got it here. He played for one hundred and thirty eight games with us. Oh, sorry, one hundred and seventy three games. Sorry. And then for Essendon, he so played one hundred and twenty seven. He played a total of three hundred. Yes, one hundred and seventy three so. for us. One hundred and twenty seven for Essendon. So he made the, he made the three hundred. Mm-hmm. He made the three hundred two. Retired on his three hundred. He retired yep. on his three-hundred. Just like Cornsey. But Cornsey played more for us, so therefore he has our player record. Okay, so the play, okay, the player record, and that's but this is an AFL record, so so Wanganin's hmm? still the three, one of the eighty-three here, isn't he? Correct. Yeah, he's still on. Yeah, beautiful. Thought so. Yeah, but and this then, is, but as you just said, this is only AFL slash VFL. Yes, correct. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not his Magpies games. 
No, so, like, for instance, in that 15, I believe Craig Bradley is listed in the 350. Yep. But realistically, he's, he's 99. Played, he's 99. He, he, he played almost 500 games. Yeah, he's 99 yeah. In, uh, for the uh, Magpies. Magpies does not count. Uh, I don't think it was, I think it was 70 something for the Magpies. Well, 90, 90, 90, 99, yeah, I remember. Oh, it's only eight games that are played. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. He played yeah. over 400 games of footy, but most Peter, of that was in Peter the Peter Carey. Peter Carey. Peter Carey. Um, Robren. Yeah, there's, there yeah. are a lot of players Aish, that have... Massive. Whittlesey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heaps of them. Anyway, I think that's enough of a trip down memory lane. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you got four. 400, the only four, and 0.032%. And Sean Bergwijn, you freaking superstar. I, I, I was at his first game, and... I, I was what. a little sad he didn't get a goal in his four, in the game. I was actually it was, he tried for it, but could tell that Jonas wanted him to. Yeah, <laughs> come on, mate, go for the goal. You know you want to. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Uh, let's do. We want to turn our attention to what's up at Alberton. When our next segment. Uh, so let's talk about. I guess what is up at Alberton? What's even happening? So. Um, has it been, we've got obviously the injury list. If we kind of look at our injury list as our first kind of, uh, <laughs> focus. It's starting it's to diminish, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's diminishing, but we've now it, yeah. got a few that are long-term. long-term yeah. Well. So, Burgoyne, right. so Trent Burgoyne and Kane Farrell are now both out for the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Burgoyne must have some really bad issues with his hamstring. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, push that three to four week on his knee. From what I'm hearing, every time he runs, the knee swells up, so they've had a lot of around that. Lucky Jones is two to three weeks. Two to three hamstring. Rob Gray up to six. With his knee. And you have, like we were talking about earlier, Tom Rice is... Nice. Um, DBC? Yeah, DBC. Yeah. He's yeah. also a TBC with a hamstring. If, if, I reckon if, he, if he's a TBC, he may, I don't know if he'll play this week, but... Yeah, and then Gold Sacks, I guess. Yep, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor Kane. Just it is very unfortunate. Just uh, so unfair. <laughs> uh, he just got his game going. Just uh, a goal, um, that long goal, that long bomb against, I believe, Frio might have been, or Sydney, actually. Uh, gee, he was just looking good. And, you know, I guess the thing that was frustrating about his game was the, the inside kind of game and the ability to kind of hold your territory and kind of defend your area and de- defend it against your player and sh- his outside game was yeah you've got that tick tickety boo but there's more you need more strings to your bow he was getting that going so yeah uh, that, you know, the barrel from Farrell always yeah. made everyone absolutely love it no we've got uh he's hopefully he'll be back you know for to uh, help help us later on next season you know I guess mm-hmm. he'll be probably playing Maggie's based on that it depends on what we you know you look at what Blake, uh, Gray did in 2013 and uh the players in the past oh, I guess uh, he might next year almost kind of because it's later in the season or you know depending on how he goes 
He's young. He's twenty-two. He's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. You wouldn't. You'd almost want to just say, it, hopefully, get some Maggie's Take the rest gains. of the year off. <laughs> Maggie's games by the end of the end of the year next year at the at, at the best playing some Maggie's games and then mm-hmm. um, it, it look at the by the end of the year at least you're right so it's big preseason for 23 so um, and I don't know if it's any you wouldn't would any of your boys know his contract details and what, yeah, would he hopefully he's um, he's going to feel comfortable that we will look after him while he's oh yeah we'll look after in, in, him you know yeah um. Any, any other news? Any I've other got some. news? Yeah, what's going on? All right, uh, so if anyone's actually read the email that's gone out from the CEO, uh, he talks a bit about the Thursday night mm. game, but also he mentions that we will be presenting our AFLW license this Friday, hoping to get into the Season 7 starting December 2022, so a oh, year yeah. from now. I've got to go and watch that later on. That was, so was that an interview? Uh, no, no, it was the, the email he sent out. It's also oh, on the website. The email. We're going to the AFL with our I'm gonna put it um, our big presenting our AFL license. Yeah, yep. that came out yeah. a couple of hours ago. Yep, yeah. I'm just having a look yeah. at it now. I've got to, actually. He did speak well, to Port Adelaide and food banking goals against hunger. So I'll have to. Yep, have a look that's to our sponsor for the game there. too. So it's our sponsor the, for this the, Thursday the, night. One of the big things that they're doing is one, they want to play AFLW games at Alberton. So they're re- doing that's part of the redevelopment of Albert and Noble. Yep, is, um, which is a good idea to play to play um, WAFL games or AFLW games at Alberton. They're redeveloping the locker rooms underneath the um, the Foss Williams stand. The Magpies locker rooms. Um, so the Magpies locker rooms, which will then become the AFLW women's teams locker rooms, and I think the Magpie locker rooms will be shifted over to. The Alan Scott, Scott. Yep. side. So basically, right. yeah. So the women's side will have pretty much their own area with a safe art facilities and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a big part of what they're trying to do. I rate it. I like it. It'd be it'd be interesting to have um, AFLW games at Alberton. I don't see all the problem. I reckon it's a good idea. Uh, I mean, could we also be spending money on? Um, Increasing the lighting and whatnot to have night games. I would, I would say yes. Yeah, that could be good. Better lighting. We need it. <laughs> mm. All right, boys. Um, the let's some of the other news. What's up at Alberton is that the round eighteen fixture has come out. So already come out. Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah let's have a little discussion on that. I believe. Uh, We've yep, around Saturday night, Saints, <laughs> Saint Kilda at Marvel, and, str- and strange is there enough, any- it's a stand it's a standalone Saturday night game. Mm. Yeah, the game to be telecast nationally on Channel Seven will start at seven twenty five p.m. But, yeah, local time. But what I find it, what I find interesting is it is a full on standalone. It's not the way that they've done the okay. fixture rounding the- is strange. So they've got one game at lunchtime, and then they've got two games going head to head at um, four thirty-five. That yeah. might be a COVID thing. That might be COVID related somehow. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, potentially. You've got you've got a game going on at the MCG Hawthorne Melbourne, and at mm. the same time you've got Gold Coast Bulldogs at Metrocon. Yeah, that would be. Um... 
no one wants to uh, watch Cold Coast Bulldogs because they know it's just going to be a slaughter. That Metricon, <laughs> um, that might be something to do with, yeah, that, that'd be, have to be a COVID related to get out of Coolangatta potentially. Probably. Probably. Um, yeah, that would, that sounds like that for me. Or, or even, or even to Brisbane from there if you would, but, but it probably mm. makes sense to get out of, and because of the hot zones and stuff that's still up there, hot spots in uh, yeah. so we, uh, Brisbane yeah, and Mon so, Bay. So we yeah. have the standalone 7.25 game yep. against Beautiful. Florida at Mark. Channel 7 game, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you go. And it's uh, yeah, very, very winnable, St. Kilda. Go wallow in a Sunday Twilight game. Suckers. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Um, all right. Uh, before we anything else, before we kind of talk about uh, this 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 week's game. Well, I did. I did. Um, so what I was mentioning earlier about the Sandful, um, there is a mm. bit of a venue. There has been a venue change this week for um, another couple of um, teams playing in the AFL at a, playing at a not always used AFL venue. Mm-hmm. Gold Coast and Greater Western Sydney. Obviously, um, they can't play in Canberra or in in Sydney at the moment. Yep. So instead, they're going to Ballarat. <laughs> Ballarat. Yeah. <laughs> playing, playing at Mars Stadium. Mars Stadium. Yeah, Mars Stadium. Do you guys have that time for that? Is that on a uh, Sunday? That is 12.10 p.m. on Sunday. 12 o'clock this Sunday. I, yes. and, and late late notice on that, the people of Ballarat, I wonder if they'll get a crowd. It'd be fascinating. I think, you know, AFL, standard <laughs> football. Be, uh, you know, let's face it, GWS have just beat Melbourne and Gold Coast beating Richmond. I mean, it's a, if you're going to sell the game, you've got two teams that are in form. And, uh, yeah. it, would you really know who could pick there? Probably GWS would be favourites, but Gold Coast would so. go in confident. Yeah, so... Mm. Yeah, uh, that'd be that'd be, a, be quite the battle. I might watch that on Sunday afternoon. Mm. Yeah. So that is interesting. <laughs> Any, uh, I was going to ask you too. Just um, what other things? Any other? There's no other big news in. in it's only five days, so yeah, um, not much news has come out. <laughs> before we do our crystal pairs, I'll just obviously let's talk about it. So uh, we we get. Uh, Bonner back for against the game for Norwood, so to speak, and we've got uh, the ins as we discussed earlier. Uh, it is so good to see Zach back uh, for Thursday night. Uh, Get your bread out because but, we need the butter. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so let's let's just discuss these uh, guys. This is our next segment is um, just, I guess, who we're playing this week. So it's uh, it's Melbourne Demons, as I said, Thursday night. Let's let's start from one end of the other and work our way through. Um, let's perhaps let's start with the forward line matchups. You know deficiencies. You know in our forward line. Now, what's our what's our what's our uh, uh, Look at look at you know our, our threats and stuff, and where where do you see we're being potent and can really uh, beat the the Melbourne Demons in their defence and our attack? What what are you guys looking for in particular? Start with um, yourself, Nick. Anything that you're uh, jumps out at you about that, that well, end of the ground? They've brought in Benny Brown, so they'll have another decent tall forward. Okay, uh, we'll look at. Their forward line, yeah, go with there, go with there, yep. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just sure. saying that they no, brought right. in Benny Brown, so... Oh, yeah, uh, sure, sure. 
Yeah, but Craig wonders if we are going to be too tall in defence. Mm, okay, too tall in defence. But we've got Ben Brown in their forward line now, so that kind of balances that, right? Because he's a pretty tall, lanky player. We'd need someone for his reach, Craig. Correct, Craig? Yes, uh, it's more the fact that you look, you, you look at our defensive line... And you look at the players' names. So let me just. So our so right now our defense line is Cleary, McKenzie, and Alier. That's our fullbacks, according to the um, name team at the moment. So key defender, key defender, key defender, all in our back line. And then you've got Burton, Jonas, and Burn Jones. So two fl- two flank players and a key defender again. Mm. Plus, then you also add in Jared Leanett. So that's five tools in your defense line. Going up against the forward line, that would have Ben Brown, um, Tom McDonald, and Luke Jackson. So they got three um, tall forwards. They go up against basically five tall defenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I know Jared Leanett doesn't play as a tall, but he is a tall defender. Mm. But then you still that's still four key defenders going up against three key forwards. Mm-hmm. Have we gone too tall on defence? I was just actually checking the weather too, because that also might be a factor. Thursday is apparently going to be max 16, partly cloudy, chance of rain only 5%. So yeah, it's not, not going to be yeah it's not going to be raining so maybe we want to be just out marking them. Do, do, is <laughs> actually is that what their playstyle is? They like to kick it in quite often like you know, like long bombs or having yeah the I mean that could there. be the case that could be the case but I mean maybe they're trying to free up a Lear to um maybe play more of a flanking role than or put him on Ben Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'll go on Brown. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon be, Cleary uh, gets the job on Brown. Yeah, mm. Cleary, yeah. Oh, the only thing I was wondering about that with Cleary back in his first week back, or, or he played last week, so it's, of course, but um, yeah, uh, would he, Ben Brown might be perfect for him because he's obviously, I just don't think Ben Brown is the... Uh, the damaging in, forward. In, the damaging forward that he was you know, six, seven years ago or whatever, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, the or, only other thing is, are we going to play? Are we going to play Jonas as more of a smaller defender? Yeah. That's the only other thing I can think of. Because realistic, I can see. Like I said, I reckon Clarity goes on Brown, McKenzie mm. plays on McDonald, and you'd probably put maybe a Lear on Jackson. Oh yeah, Jackson. I reckon that's probably what's going to happen. He, he concerns me. <laughs> if we're so discussing. Then, yeah. So then that means um, you've got Burton, Alier, and Burn Jones to go on. Neil Bullen, Harms, and Frisch. Yes, that that sounds good. Mm. All right, boys. Um, if we look at uh, yeah, let's let's discuss. So that, I guess that's our defending our back line. Uh, let's let's look at obviously yeah the midfield. Let's let's go down down the ground to the midfield. Uh, how do we? I mean, 
who's game time? Is it is it Power Pepper and a more bullocking t- against the likes of uh, Oliver and Petrarca, or do you get you get the silk of uh, uh, of a Rosie and, and and even obviously now Butters? How much Butters is going to be forward and back? It's uh, what's the shape of our midfield? Mm. Well, Butters will probably help a lot. So. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Butters might play Oliver. a little bit in the middle as well. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh Ollie and Oliver. Oliver and Oliver. Ollie and Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I reckon probably Bo- Drew goes to Petrarca. I reckon, I, reckon, oh, no, I reckon Drew goes to Petrarca. Just give him the job on him. Oh, I reckon just... Drew goes to Petrarca. He's been, and, um, he's been having plays him in, in the his... gaining role. He's been basically having him in his sights probably since, uh, since Put him in the his end pocket. of the game. Just said, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that would be which great. That, if, that if, both if you'd heard that, Viney. Michael Voss went to him at the end of the game and said, Christian Petrarca, I want you to think of, start thinking about him right now. Just that's mm-hmm. it. Willem Drew, that would be – that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, and that so Bokon Viney. Bokon Viney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And then, and then, then, then sharing that, of course, with the you know the players that come in and out. Obviously, Butters. It's mm-hmm. uh, h- him and Rosie. You just, I feel like Butters yes. just gives me that much more confidence about and power getting pepper. over the line and uh, getting over the line to to Melbourne. Yeah, Power Pepper. Yeah, uh, I mm-hmm. think that's I think that's going to be interesting to see because I, I I think he might be uh, one of those. Pe- Really, really handy to kind of be a bit of a bustle in the forward line because they're, they're you know in our forward line because I feel like our, their defence is um, yeah it can be there's there's ways to expose it as it's been shown just lately with the GWS yeah. game. Well, it's, so. it's interesting that our named um, interchange at the moment is Power Pepper, Houston, Mays, and Leanit. Mm. That is that is interesting and telling. Do you think there might be uh, some late changes? I don't think there will be any late changes. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just more that, I mean, look, Mays and Leanit probably are uh, next to out of the side, most likely, looking at the current named list. Mays and Leanit, unfortunately, would be the ones that would be, unfortunately, making way for players that do return over the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah, if Farrell hadn't got um, injured, I think Mays might have got out. Yes, oh, but- maybe. Oh, well, then again, Frederick doesn't really. Um, yeah, no, um, no, not guaranteed, but yeah, no. So May's probably come comes out in the next week or two for Dersma. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and then Bergman, Bergman probably pushes forward because that's another one. I think when um, Dersma um, once, um, not Dersma once. Um, it's going to be interesting who who ends up coming out for some of these players that are coming in because we've got a lot of players like but Miles Bergman's probably going to be unlucky, but I think he may end up missing out come later in the season. Yeah. Um, and then you've and then it's who the hell comes comes out for Robbie Gray to play. <sighs> this <laughs> it, it, it it's such a shame to because obviously like, lean it. Um. So Lena and May's probably come out in the next few weeks for Dersma and Fantasia, potentially. I reckon those two come out for those two. And then Miles mm, probably comes out for Gray. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Maybe, but that, that... I don't know. Miles has been doing pretty well. I don't know. The yeah. only other thing is, the only other thing no, I is, think Ma- the, I think uh, Miles locks his, or the locks other thing is, do you drop a key defender? Do you drop one of the key defenders? Because you got because we are like I said, we are. I think we are too tall in defence. Having Cleary, McKenzie, Jonas on the year, all in the same team, I think just leaves us too top heavy in defence. So then one of those guys mm. make way, and then Bergman pushes back. Okay, it's it's a it's it's an <laughs> it's it's a, it's a hard puzzle to work out because yeah we've just got that many good players at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And it's a good thing to have <laughs> fact, factor yeah. injuries and players. I mean, even back. Like, like I haven't even mentioned because um, Shane just brought up earlier <sighs> Hammer Hartlett. Yeah, of course. He's playing in the Magpies, and I haven't even haven't even said, "Oh yeah, he'll be coming back in the side." Like that, that's what that's what we're with at the moment is we, we've just got like you've got up and coming in Bergman and we've got these players that have shown potential and it's like wow yeah but, oh, exciting isn't it yeah I mean I, as much as I want to keep leader in the side I just don't see how he stays in the side I Mays he's been playing some good football up forward but you don't have him in the side when you've got someone like Fantasia it's it's just really hard. <laughs> Absolutely no, and I think um, there's some players that are just in the side now no, still done. going to lift as well. That's what I suspect. Yeah. If we can just discuss um, our midfield there, and obviously you know, Carl Amon is, uh, is someone who uh, I feel like is is playing really well. And is just only going to get better, and I think the next seven games he'll just. Uh, Historically, he's this is where he really lifts going to the finals. So I feel like uh, we can see better from here, improvement, but also not that he needs to improve as such, just a bit of con- uh, to, to continue what he's doing. Like I say, with Motlop, he's this is a big, big game for the start of his two hundredth game for the start of the next seven games. The other person, I, I feel like Miles Bergman is going to lock. He's locked himself in the side, mate. I just feel like he is a mm-hmm. cut above and. Uh, yeah, he's not in the, you know, uh, Frederick or um, uh, look, you no. know, I don't even know, Marshall category. I think he's a real, I think he's a genuine, you know, if you, you talk to behind the scenes and selectors and the assistant coach, I feel like he's a, he's just, he's, a, he's, he's, he's like in that Butters kind of character. I think he's just a, he's oh, just got I, that I elite, agree. he's got that elite natural kind of ready-made AFL Bit like when Wines was straight away in 2013, just is just and Chad, Chad was in 2012, uh, and you know I'm relating obviously Port players in particular, like you know many many players who just straight away it's just they've just in that natural now so they had it you know it's innate. So he he I think Bergman's just in that it, yeah he just pops up just frustrating you know um, Josh Kennedy last week uh, in the Sydney game and and just this. He's underrated. That that's because Josh didn't put, didn't think, and and, and rate Miles like he would an, another elite player, and <laughs> he popped up. I think I can't remember if he I feel like he might have missed that goal actually. But uh, uh, it, he, he um, but generally, apart from that that guy, that uh, moment of play, yeah, he's kicking goals and he's um, he's contributing. He's he's involved in other score involvements and he's just. He, yeah, he's he's got it, 
he's elite. So, you know, and I'm sure you agree, but, you know, it's interesting to see kind of the next seven games, some of these players, you know, building up the finals. And I guess, you know, like any emotions of any players, it's this is now the, the platform to build to that, to that, so I mean, we haven't seen like that, these players in finals, and another player that's just exciting me too is Craig, uh, oh, Craig Burton, Ryan Burton, Craig's son, uh, <laughs> Burton. Oh gosh, it shows my age. Um, so, so Ryan Burton, you know, he's starting to live up to because it's obviously injury too. It's not a, not a, a form thing, but he's living up to that uh, the hype and. You know, like I told you, we we knew how good he was. Like, he's just incredible because he was uh, part of the Wingard thing, I believe. So we needed a good player from from Hawthorne. So yeah, your thoughts on the midfield? That's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no, <nah>, solid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's go to the other end of the ground. So we, you know, it, our forward line. I think that's where we're going to win this game. To be honest, I think uh, can be. Uh, our I'm key. I'm concerned. <laughs> this is where I'm concerned. Yeah. Really? Oh, this is this is my big concern area because Melbourne have one of the best defensive lines in the AFL. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But I think if we can break through, and that's going to really be uh, our, their Achilles heel. If you can get there on top of their, the, that, the one, line. the thing we need, to, the thing we need to stop doing in this game in particular, mm-hmm. more so than anything else, we cannot be bombing in the ball. We oh, cannot 100%. the ball. Lever and May want that. They will just they will just pick it up and oh, they'll just uh, 100%. mark it. Back. We need to be going in low, pinpoint it, just keep it away. Kicking from to the lead on a chest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what we need to do. That is what we need to do. We cannot be just stupid long bombs in. Shane Spencer says DBJ needs a wake-up call and needs to be dropped in, on his next be- bad game. Uh, I thought he was okay against Hawthorne. He wasn't yeah, I don't know if he was that bad. No, but he still hasn't lived up to his elite. Like, if we want to win a premiership, I feel like, yeah, Darcy, you, you need to be living up to that 2020 standard again. He was breaking lines like nobody's business last year. He's not doing. Well, that it was all Australian last year. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. We've got to get him back to that for us to be having a really strong impact in those last couple of games. I, and and that's where I say that I feel like once you get there and it's then the players will build up to that. I feel like they've they've all got it in their back pocket. And it'll be, it'll come out at the right time. You know, let's hope so. Mm. So you're 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 concerned about the forward line. Uh, because of the back line, because of the, or, or at least the what delivers yeah, into the I inside mean, fifty. So it's well, less about the personnel, but the the, the, the what's been instructed how, how to like, play. And yeah. obviously, May's, May's going to take on Dixon. That's yep. you, I reckon that's going to be the main one there. And then Lever goes on either Marshall or, or Georgiades. Yeah, I don't I don't know if either of them can stop a Jake Lever. Well, I th- yeah, I think Motlop has a lot to say in this game. I feel like uh, he, he he'll frustrate Lever. Uh, and, and Maybe. Uh, yeah, I feel like um, I think Sam Power Pepper has a has an opportunity to because mm-hmm. I think because there's going to be yeah. Don't forget, I we just, got Butters back, so he'll be in there. Zach, <laughs> I, I, I I feel like our forward line, yeah, because Zach 
just creates. Oh, oh, and oh, Zach and Ro- Rosie, oh, they're, they're, they create nightmares. I think it's like so. It's not the personnel, Craig. I feel like it is the uh, the ability for the players to spread and kind of. So you're right. So not all just three or four of them all just run to the same spot and the ball bombs in, but to create spread yeah. and create opportunity. And look, to, you're right, mate. That if we are looking for just one big one player to kind of kick a bag, it's going to have to be done by you know. Two, three goals each player. It's going to be a spread of. It's going to be some midfielders are really going to go have to go in. Boki will, you know, bag a goal, and it, you know what I mean. It'll just it'll be. It's going to be a, a, a again a game where Melbourne will not like it if we play uh, our our forward pressure. So if we're in our forward half, mm-hmm. where where we excel at most, like in regards to obviously even how we play from. You know the boundary line and and, and our, our ruck setups and it, there is a there we just love it we, we do just our defenders coming up the ground etc. Melbourne choke and GWS the way they beat them last week was one of the things was that not only the four their four half pressure but their their ability to be real quick and get it in quick and Melbourne were, and you say as well they didn't bomb it long um, so. No, I- that uh, they were they were they were kind of going and and taking taking I guess a little bit more um, using the pace and being quick so they would you know spread and break from their defenders and there was some really good kicking elite you know elite GWS with backs to some elite stuff but uh, they really exposed Melbourne and uh, I think we've got that in us so. Yeah, uh, if we do it right, it's it's less personnel, more about. Almost, <laughs> it's funny. You're right. It's it, this is a this is a game where <laughs> where it's less about the the forward line. It is really a, incumbent based on what the midfield do and how they are bringing mm-hmm. it in. So it's exactly it's, yeah. One 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 you know is complementing the other. All right, um, time for a crystal pairs. Oh, I think it is. Let's do it. Oh, you'd think you'd back Ryder to absolutely dominate Cox. Ding, ding, indeed. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right, boys, let's start with uh, our tip and margins. And, and meanwhile, I will have a little look and see if everyone can start doing their um, tip and margins. We'll just real quickly, uh, while you guys are gathering your thoughts on that, and who would like to start? I'm going to give I'll it go first. to you guys. Nick, uh, just real quickly, Carmine, with Zach back, he's going to cause some problems for Melbourne. Lockie Jones mm-hmm. plays if fit, says Luca. DBJ needs a wake up. Come is it that already? That was another, that was another uh, player I missed. I like seeing Hartlett in the centre for Maggie's. Yeah, the boys, some good comments. All right, Carmine, Luca, Shane, uh, we've got. Everyone uh, in chat, Ash, give us yeah, Nick, your crystal ready. bears. Crystal pairs, boys. Tips and margins. BOG in your forward line, your back line, and your midfield. But people, so give us three players for your your best on grounds. Uh, so tip and margin, best on grounds for your three players, and then your roughy. So Luca and uh, who's Mick? I think you've heard, been listening to us enough. But for anyone that's listening is new and wants to throw in their uh, crystal pairs or wonders what it is. The roughy is that kind of rough, rough kind of out, 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 uh, out, out uh, the side the box. You know, it's not, wait, it's not the standard. No, he's going to kick three goals. It's got to be, it's got to be creative. It, you know, it could be, it could be how many inside fifties, but that could be boring. So it's how many inside fifties <laughs> from certain players, and it's you know, it might you might add like a 
a Sid Chrome's kind of a tool spanner kit involved in it in, in somehow in your in your stats. Anyway, uh, no, it's it, it, it get creative with it. So, um, all right, boys, we'll start with you, Nick. Tip all right, so uh, my margin tipping thingy uh, for we'll start with the magpies versus no wood. Uh, I reckon. <laughs> of course. Um, look, I don't like Norwood. <laughs> it was my mother's favorite team, so eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty much how I actually became a Port supporter. My mum was a Nord supporter, and uh, yeah, right. I said, "Nope, I'm going to go the other way." So, um, <laughs> of course, I reckon uh, it's going to be a close game. They're doing Nord are doing pretty good this season, unfortunately. Um, but it is it's at Alberton, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. So, we have the first one at Norwood. So, so. Yep. Well, uh, I, reckon, one, so. I reckon Magpies by 24 points. Hmm, nice. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AFL? And now, AFL. I reckon it's going to be... We're going to put the sword to Melbourne. And I reckon power by 52. Ooh. Enormous. No, I can't say that. Oh, Craig, I can. Oh, I, I can. Deliver. I can, and you're going to be surprised when it happens. <laughs> oh, I'll be bloody surprised when it happens. Don't you? And you'll be happy. You'll be very happy. I'll be happy. Don't you get me wrong? But we've been saying things like that all year, and we we haven't hey, hey, done. This, I got the ten points when we played against the uh, Swans. So yeah. <laughs> I'm more alive <laughs> right. than anyone else here. So. I got, I got the thir- I, well, I said thirty-five against the Hawks, and we won by thirty-four. So yeah, for that, <laughs> fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, that, that, they're my picks. So there you go. I like that, Craig. All right. So against Norwood, they have been playing some good football this year. Oh, I reckon that one will be close. I think Port by ten. I uh, can't see us winning by much more than that. We've the problem is because our AFL side has still got some players out. It's that sort of balancing act, and yeah, I, yeah, it's just going to be hard for them to really get get a win. So, ten points for the Maggies and Port against Melbourne tomorrow night. I have to go Port by. 18. Straight three goals. All right. 18. Okay. All right. I'm going to say we are going to beat Nord by five points. It's going to be a close one. And I believe it's going to be Riley Bonner that kicks the winning goal for us. And then he comes back in the side the following week because he does Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, please no. Uh, okay. Is that a roughie or is it? <laughs> All right. So, now we beat Norwood and it's a close one there. And, uh, yeah, we've had some good battles with them at times. And uh, I think for the Melbourne game, boys, I am saying Port Adelaide are going to win. and But I'm tipping with my head. Uh, as well as my heart, I think Port Adelaide are going to win, and they're going to win pretty comfortably, but it's not going to be a 52-point uh, win. Nick, I don't think it's going to be that. Um, 18, <laughs> 18, 18, I was thinking about three goals, so I'll go I'll go um, two and a half goals, I reckon by 15 points. So we'll, we'll, we'll win by. I reckon it'll be 
just a just a almost a bit comfortable in the last couple of minutes because we're uh, we've got a nice bit of lead. Uh, let's hope it. Just I feel like Melbourne just there's a mental mental inferiority and they're playing back here at Adelaide and big crowd and let's hope there's a big crowd to really intimidate. All right, boys, uh, the BOGs. Let's start with you, Nick, and let's go to the forward line to start with and work your way down the ground, mate. All right, forward line, BOG in the forward line. Charlie is going to be the big dicks. Righty-o. He is going right. to actually perform bloody well this week. So he's been, rough he's been building. He has been building. He's like two, three, three, four goals last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a monster game for him this week. Uh, who, who's what's he? Who's he got on him again? He's got uh, to deal well, with May or we assume that's who they'll have on on them. Yeah, yeah, May, May, May and him because they don't know each other from the Gold Coast days. So it uh, that that'd be a fun little battle for him. I reckon he'll enjoy that actually. Mm. Uh, in your mid midfield, Butters. I reckon Butters <laughs> is back, it. baby. Is he going to jag a goal or two as well, or are you thinking more just influential midfield time? No, no, he will. He'll jag at least one, maybe two. Oh, nice. And oh, we'll, see, we'll see a loss at the Butters. <laughs> loss at the Butters. <laughs> oh, that. That was beautiful. I think, can I... Okay, now I'll wait for my midfield. Go ahead. Uh, um, sorry, did we, did we, we hadn't done well, your defender, had we? Defense. Yeah, your defender. My defence? Sorry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, Tom Jonas. All I reckon right. Tommy will, uh, you know, whoever he's on, he's going to just make them useless. Beautiful. All right, Craig, you're uh, far away. All righty, so forward, I'm going to go with... I can't go. Uh, I reckon, you know what? I'm going to go with Rosie. All right, Rosie. We're gonna go Rosie, Rosie yeah. again. Um, Get those flower gifts out. <laughs> I reckon he'll, I reckon he'll be, he'll be pretty good playing up forward, um, if, especially if we're going with a more head to the ground strategy instead of bombing it in. I I'll be jotting these down. I'll be jotting these down. Yep, <laughs> Rosie. Awesome. Um, midfield. I, honestly, I, I can't go past Wines. I, I just think he'll just have a. Blinder of a game. I don't think he's going to get another forty odd disposable game again. Forty three plus again. <laughs> oh, so that's twice this year he's done that. So this year, yeah, I, think yep. oh, I think he'll be in exactly. the high thirties. So yeah, no, um, wines in the midfield and in defence because it's his first game back, and I think he'll do it. It'll be Clory. Okay, he's going to have Excellent. a game up um, in defence. Okay, out of interest with that, can I? Can you even just give me a bit of a number of uh, uh, Ben Brown? Will he will he get a jagger goal or two? Do you think, or is that something that Corey's, I reckon he'll, he'll, he'll struggle a bit? Yeah, beautiful. That's, that'll that'll put a notch in his belt, and the uh, yeah, it'll be good to his resume. I tell you what, if he can if he can you know start the oh, I guess look, he's got that like he's talk about that seven weeks he's back from injury. It generally takes a couple of weeks to really get his uh, groove going, um, but. A, yeah, what a, what a what a nice start, and uh, I guess it's a good chance with a player like Ben Brown to kind of to get yourself back into uh, the the rhythm of things. Um, on my forward is Miss Georgiades. I feel like he, he, 
he had a really good game against Melbourne and he kicked the first goal against them at the Gabba last year. He had a really good game against him. He'd, he'd have a lot of confidence with that. And I think, uh, yeah, his game's grown a lot more. And he, just because of our forward line and just the way it, it can be, if we can get that, if we can get that right in that mix and just be really, uh, in, unpredictable, I feel like he can be someone who can really capitalize on that. So I'm going to, going to go Mitchie. In my midfield, I'm just going to have to just go with Ollie Wines. Is in agree with you there? Uh, I know Bokey's uh, Anthony's pick, uh, even though I just I'm guessing, but that would make sense. <laughs> and and I could and I could flip it around and go with someone like Bokey. Yeah, but I just feel like you're right, absolutely right. I feel I don't think he's going to get the numbers that he's had in the past. I just don't know why, but it's going to be less about the numbers and more about his moments and his. And he'll still get thirty plus, but you know, if, with, with Petrarca and Oliver, and obviously uh, inside battle with, with I think even Power Pepper could even see more midfield uh, with it, with Willem Drew there as well, of course. Uh, but with it, when we're talking the, the brute strength of the in, in midfield, uh, I feel like that's where yeah we can see Ollie will it'll be in moments, and he'll he'll still be have a high impact. So I'm going to go with 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 him. Also, for the back line, yeah, it's interesting. Again, impact, I'd like to still think that Darcy Byrne-Jones is highly impactful. So, as much as I think Tom Cleary will be, you know, yes, good, and I feel like you guys will probably... Let's go with Darcy Byrne-Jones, and I think he just... He, he, what he'll do in his impact in the game, I feel Melbourne... Don't have a matchup for him. I don't feel like that. There's too. They're not. They're not a. They're not. He could really become a bit of a, an attacking defender, uh, um, and so we'll see. We'll see. We'll just. It'll be hard to ignore what his impact can be. So we'll go with DBJ. Uh, for you, you Nick, your Ruffy. Do you want to kick off that? Oh, my Ruffy. Um, you know what? Butters. Is going to get forty plus disposals, and let's add to that that he'll be a part of at least ten uh, goal assists. I make it make it uh, six to uh, six plus goal assists. Make it reasonable. <laughs> is Anthony listening right now? Is he even on somewhere? Uh, I don't know if he is. Pairs, Anthony. So uh, I know he's doing radio. <laughs> We're tonight, summoning so. you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to. I'll jot that down later as well, and get all those yeah, six ex- plus goal numbers. assists. Six plus goal assists. Then what else was there? And, that, and, uh, and he also gets forty plus disposals. Forty plus and six plus goal assists. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, Craig, can you top that? Probably not. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm not prepared <laughs> for the roughy today. All right. Um, can you wing it? I can. I'll go. I can jump in and give you. Well, give you some time. Do you want me to do that? You know what? You know what? Sam Mays to provide six goal assists. <laughs> okay, six from him as well. I like that. Six goal assists from Maisie. All right. All right. Well, I can tell you who is the beneficiary of these goal assists, boys. <laughs> the two hundred gamer Stevie Motlop. He's going oh. to do, and we're jotting this down. He's going to kick four goals. They're all on the run. He's going to do a mark of the year attempt and a mark of the uh, and a, 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 a mark of the year 
mark, so he'll 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 achieve both, and he'll kick two out of bounds. They were really exciting, amazing plays if they'd come off and been goals, but they'll be out of bounds in the full. That's the type of game is is a roughie out of a two hundred gamer that Motlop. He'll play one game that sums up his whole career. <laughs> A nearly an achievable, an iffy with a mark. Amazing moments. He'll run around, spin around, do something incredible, and he'll kick an amazing goal and amazing out in the full. Amazing point. There you go. That's my roughie. <laughs> 200 games from Motlop. I love it. Solid. Beautiful. All right. Let's get to the uh, other chats and the. Uh, Shall other- I read them out? Yeah, you go for it. I'll read one after you, so you go first. If you wish, if you wish. All right. Um, uh, you need to support you here, so this is good. <laughs> uh, all right, so Luca, my crystal pairs, AFL pair by nine, sample pair by 15. Shane Spencer <laughs> says, Williams kicks five goals. Hartlett, BOG for uh, two goals with the Maggies winning by five goals. Oh, I like that. That's in the Santa Phil, of course. All right, come on. Maggie's by 16 points and Port to win by 36 points. Yeah, like nice. Uh, uh, BOG is Jonas Wines and Charlie. Uh, <laughs> he almost went like the same mind. as me except for the midfield. I love it. So. I love it. I love it. Uh, he's just gone with, is- with, with the gun bookends and the mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? That was, that was uh, low-hanging roughy- fruit, all those three, but it's, he's, he's not wrong as well. <laughs> his roughy is actually Melbourne to get 45 points or less for the game. Okay, so that is... That's something I think you can we before we go to the other guys we'll, we'll definitely uh do that and I, I think that is interesting to say I feel like Melbourne could choke and it could, that's good could help us get a big margin of 52 points it would be uh, <laughs> if it, I don't because I don't see us we're not a big heavy scoring side in, in you know to kind of 150 type points so it's if for a 52 point win it's going to be that we'll frustrate and choke and, and, as you say, keep the ball in our forward line. And just, no, for nothing else, like, we've just frustrated sides. We just literally, you know, better keep his off. We're so skillful that we just uh, annoy the annoy the fuck out of sides. It's <laughs> not the way to say it. Um, and, and, and could Melbourne just, you know, implode and get frustrated? There's potential for it. We've seen it. We've seen it in moments with other top sides, you know, Stick with them for the first quarter, pound for pound. I, I see, I see that being a, a, a pretty good roughie there, Carmine. Nice call. Mm-hmm. All right, do you want to go with Shane's there too? And uh, thank you, yeah. Shane. For the Shane is power forty model. points. Yeah. Darcy Burnjoen BOG because he needs to because I said so. Butters <laughs> <laughs> and Rosie Shane. share the love and kick three each. Oh. That's his mid and forward. Guys, Shane, you got to you got to meet the dude one day. He's, he's a champion, Shane Spencer. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he's uh, I love it. I love his roughy. That's a that that is, that is oh, BOG. Sorry, that that is that is absolutely right. He's been listening to he's echoing what I've been saying about Darcy. If we're thinking about yeah, that, those last couple of games of the year, I, I I just it's almost an expectation, isn't it, Shane, that you say that. You, if we had to be there and competing and be legit, yeah, yeah Darcy, you're 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 one of the the generals, mate. We need you. So, yeah. Uh, Ruffy for Luca is Lysett's caterpillar to fly off mid flight from his lip and land on the top of Gordon's head. <laughs> 
that's a rough oh, oh, that Anthony, is, that's a- Anthony, Anthony is just spe- like spat out his drink. <laughs> He's loved mm-hmm. that one. He's laughing. <laughs> yeah, that is that is sensational. Luca, oh, oh, welcome to the... Well, I don't know how long Luca's been... Oh, I've watched the uh, the chats for a fair while, but uh, Luca, you, you superstar, welcome welcome aboard. Oh, you get the roughy straight away. You, 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 Luca's like, yeah, I know what this is all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen, it's uh, another good podcast. Thank you very much for uh, the listeners that are listening live. Thank you very much for listening and your support and your interaction. We really appreciate it. And also, I must say thank you to you, boys. Uh, You are going to be there tomorrow night, both of you, I assume. Yeah, boy. Mm -hmm. And and Anthony will be there, and he gets a chance to be there and play comfortably on Saturday without any worry about missing any power games. So um, I look forward to seeing his video log, but also live on the Portress Facebook page, Craig, we look forward to you and your fedora oh, yeah. giving us all the interesting intel from 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 not only quarter time but just from the beginning of the game. You, you you're pre match. You're saying good day to everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I might, I, it depends on how things go tomorrow. But yeah, <laughs> I might do a pre game. Okay. I mean, I, I tend to usually only do them if there is actually news to talk about pre game. True. Uh, it might be. It'd be interesting. Think, interesting think, to think, point I, to the I crowd think, and uh, see how they're going. With with twenty minutes to go before the game or something, when you yeah. when you do it in the so we, against Sydney, I did because there was obviously the Hartlet change. Yeah, um, that was fascinating. Yeah, out Frederick and Mays to play. Yeah. So, but this is why yeah. tomorrow night, after five days off, tomorrow night, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a late change. Yeah, you know, just, just wouldn't be surprised. But maybe let's hope there's surprised. Let's hope there oh, isn't. But uh, Bo- Bokey will be a lock. He's, he's not going anywhere, even despite all the... Nah, he'll be safe. He was clear. Absolutely. He wants to play 300. He wants to play 300. Oh, absolutely. I would love to we be want there, boys, to. but I'd love to be there, but I'll, this COVID thing is, is going to rob me of that chance. So I've already I got think, my roughie for that game. Don't worry. I think Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and so was yeah. so Anthony. And it so may involve Anthony. Anthony. Now, yeah, I was going to say. Now, if there was any game that we had a chance of actually having a blowout, it would be that game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I got, yeah, that, 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 that's going to be a big game. Yeah. Are we? All right. Um, yeah. So uh, enjoy tomorrow night's game, everyone. We're back to normal uh, for next Thursday night for the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, all other listeners as well. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back on there. And, and look out for. As I said, uh, Anthony uh, as well, the PA YouTube channel. Uh-huh. All right, gents, listeners, everybody, thank you very much. Good night, and until next Thursday night. As always, carports. Go to the pair. Go to the pair. Carports.
Yeah. 